0: Oxford from the Inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Hi, I'm Mary and welcome back to another episode of Oxford from the Inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Today we're here with Leah and Ellie who are going to be talking about their journey of applying to PPE Oxford. Um, so would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Start with Leah. Um, I'm Leah. I am uh it, just about to start my third year final year of PPE at Somerville College um <laughs> that's it <laughs> <laughs> um, and Ellie? I'm Ellie. Um, I'm Ellie I'm also um about to start my third year at PPE at Somerville College so Leah and I in the same year the dream team part the dream team <laughs> um so I guess um uh, obvious initial question is why PPE? Uh, Okay so for me I think it was just that um, like the fact that it's three subjects I I knew I first was just very indecisive and I feel like because PP is sort of a mixture between humanities and like politics and economics is a social science and there's like maths involved it just saved me having to make a decision but also like just in general at school I found like I was most interested in like um, so I hadn't done politics economics before but like I knew I liked maths And, like, I was interested, really interested in history. And, like, I just, like, loved philosophy in my spare time, which it sounds really sad, but I just love philosophy. So, but I didn't know if I, like, want to do it at degree level, like, completely. So, PPU was, like, the perfect little combo of, like, everything I, like, enjoyed at school. Well, I think for me, um, I initially started writing a psychology personal statement because I thought, I was like, oh, I'm really interested in people. I'm really interested in why people make decisions decisions and why we have kind of inequality and stuff like that and I was writing a psychology personal statement and as I was writing I was like this is not a psychology personal statement this is a politics personal statement uh, and so I'd never done any of the three before at school but um, I just kind of started like reading things like about things that made me angry or like upset um, and kind of finding that actually like the PP degree enabled it Really, like, enables you to kind of, I felt like, understand the whole world because, like, you can understand like, kind of your philosophical, like, moral kind of considerations. Also, politics is happening right now, but also from an economic standpoint because so many people kind of talk about the free market and stuff like that. It kind of, I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to understand politics, I need to understand economics as well. Yeah, it it is quite a broad degree, and like you said, there are like three main subjects within one degree. Um, so I guess when writing a personal statement, how do you balance those three? I'm sure this is a question people ask all the time because it must be quite tricky. But how did you guys do it? Maybe we start with Ellie this time. So um, I think I was kind of unusual in that I didn't give equal weighting to all three. Um, I probably knew more applying about um, politics and philosophy, um, and so I kind of started from a standpoint of like what I was studying history at the moment. So I was doing kind of communist Russia and China. And so I kind of started from there and went, okay, well, this is what I know from my own life. Maybe I'll read this. And I kind of almost like went through like this kind of narrative, my personal statement. Um, And I briefly mentioned economics, but it definitely wasn't equal. Yeah. Okay. So you sort of tailored it more towards your interests um, and we're just like, if Oxford don't like it, they don't like it. Yeah, I think I like. I definitely was aware that I needed to mention all three at points, but I kind of went from a place of being like, okay, what am I interested in? Then what can I read? And what what out of what I've read kind of doesn't fit with what I know or doesn't fit with what I believe? And then kind of took it from there, like maybe, and kind of like built up a web of reading from there. Okay yeah no I like that I think that's good and like you said it is like a narrative it isn't just listing loads and loads of things off but sort of linking things and like showing you've engaged with it so yeah I think that's really really important and what about you Leah? Um, For me well I was told like sort of similar because it's hard to do to like mention each all three but like I was told I should just do like a paragraph on each of the subjects um, and then try and like link them together so I like, I remember I started with like economics and like the, but then, um, what I like, I really liked in economics is like the idea of like equality and things like that. So that sort of like feeds into philosophy and politics anyway. And so mine was just essentially like based off what I was interested in, like what my main interests were in each of those three subjects and like a paragraph on each of those trying to link to the other two as well, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And I guess that you do have to form your own opinions, and there is a lot of opinions within politics and I guess within economics and, and obviously philosophy too. Um, So how much of your personal statement was fact and how much of it was drawing your own opinions from different facts and different theories so i went on i went in i think it was september of my year 13 i went on the oxford pathways taster day which is kind of a taster and kind of interview prep day um for state school students which i'm not sure if they're running this year because of coronavirus but normally they do Um, and so i went on that and they said to us like a really good piece of advice which was go through your personal statement one of your drafts with two color pens and with one color um highlight any evidence so anything you've read anything you've done, anything you're kind of saying, oh I did this and then with another colour, highlight what you have thought about it or what you've learned or what you kind of have to say and they said every time you say, you give a piece of evidence, you then need to expand on that and be like okay, so I read Political Philosophy by Adam Swift and I was really interested in the Liberty section but I was kind of confused by the fact that, etc. They were like, don't just say you've done something, tell us what you thought about it, why you liked it, why you didn't, and I thought that was really good advice, and kind of that was what I did to structure my statement, basically. Yeah, that's really, really good advice, yeah, it's all about engaging with the text, um, and not just, yeah, listing it. What about you, Leah? Yeah, mine was very, like, similar to Ellie, like, don't just, like, I was just told don't just list out all the books you've read like say what you've gained from it or how like maybe a book maybe changed your opinion that you had before so like I remember I said that I I, like talked about how I was like interested in free will and like determinism and things like that and so I was like oh well reading this book made me realize that like perhaps I was like wrong I don't know like just sort of tell us kind of story about your engagement with that like specific topic or like I think they want you to have an opinion on a book. They like It's easy enough to just be like, oh, I read this book. but They want you to be like, well, I didn't quite understand that. Like, I don't think they, like, there's nothing wrong with saying I didn't quite understand this bit, but it really interested me. Or, like, this bit in particular made me realise that one of the, like, my assumptions was just wrong or something like that. Um, just to show that you're, like, not just reading for the sake of it, but, like, you're actually taking it in and... Um, just like i guess that just shows you're interested in what you're reading and you're not just reading for the just to put it in your personal statement yeah no definitely and like you said um you were really interested in reading about free will and determinism how much or how important do you think it is to consider both sides or like the many sides of an argument um in a personal statement is it fine to just look at one argument and say how that affected you or do you reckon you need to look at the whole picture um i'd say because it some of those like topics are so like especially in ppo for like so many are so debatable and there's so many things you can like include so many different arguments i think in my personal statement i sort of gave my opinion i was like well this is the case i and then i mainly explained why i had the feeling i had and like i and like i just thought like if i put a statement in there that they don't agree with like say i i say oh i think we don't have free will and they actually like give me an argument if that if it comes to interview then like i'm prepared to sort of give my opinion and like the more all the other like information i may have on that rather than like squeezing into a personal statement because you can't it's not an essay like you can't just like um address like all the different sides of an argument especially for something like a massive topic like free will or whatever topic you're like interested in yeah, that's a really good point because it is like, I think, is it 4,000 words or 4,000 characters? Or it's characters. not yeah. 4,000 characters, yeah. So it's literally yeah. not a lot to write at all. Um, yeah. Do you have any advice um, for being able to get as much information as you can into such a small amount of characters? Mm. <laughs> I found this really hard. Like, yeah. I have. I think I had 18 drafts in which I kind of started off at like three thousand words and I always write ridiculously long essays as well. So like I each time it was like brutally cutting, like, what do you actually need? What is just fluff? At what point like what have you just because I feel like especially when you first write it in your first drafts, because it's so important to just get stuff out, get on the page so you don't just have this stressful blank document staring at you like you suddenly kind of 10 drafts down the line, you're like, oh, I have loads of rubbish. So you kind of have to be quite brutal and be like, is this helping, is this not? Yeah, I would say similar, like maybe just choose two main topics or two main like interests per paragraph or something like that. And then just make sure everything's linked to that or like follows on from that instead of just, like Ellie said, I think the first draft, it's probably easiest to just list everything. And then see if you can find links between everything you've read or like all your interests. So it like flows a bit better, but like, it is really hard. It's quite short when it comes down to it. I think. I really agree with that. And I think if you, if you're really struggling to start kind of starting by just making a bullet point list of just things you're interested in or things that, kind of make you angry or make you confused or upset or excited is such a like good place to start because you'll probably go back through it and 80% of it you won't use but there might be kind of one gem that you're like oh actually that does make sense and I can link that with that time I volunteered at my primary school or stuff like that and so like that's a really nice place to kind of start yeah that's such a good point. That was exactly the same for me. I just blurted every single thing that I could have talked about in my personal statement and from there looked at things that were very relevant, stuff I could link together um and yeah, I think that's a really, really good point to make um and did you find there was a theme in things you were removing from your personal statement so like if you're on some I, I don't know how to um, rephrase it, but um if it was maybe adding well, in those extra opinions and things, what was it that got taken? i away? think like one of my problems was like there was, I would sometimes just write a sentence just to be like, oh, I read this and I found it interesting. But then I just leave it there. It would just be like one sentence, like, oh, I like this book. Because like, I don't know, maybe I was just like trying to brag or something. In my head, I was like, oh, I've read this book. I want to like talk about it. I want to show that I've read the book. But then I realized, you know, it wasn't that relevant to everything else I was talking about. I didn't have much space to like develop it. So I don't, I'd say there's no point like just throwing in something that, you're not gonna like I don't know sort of moot yeah flesh out there we go (laughs) because also I think that will be the thing that in the interview they will call you up on if you've got Mm. like that one book that you just name dropped and it wasn't really relevant and didn't you didn't really talk about they'll go oh so why did you think that linked or like what what did you find interesting about that oh my god no why'd I do that (laughs) Yeah, don't. Th- I feel like a big thing was like don't feel like you have to like really show off because I feel like because I remember when I was applying I was like oh it's Oxford like oh I've got to like really sound so impressive and I've read like a billion books or something but I don't think that matters. I think they'd rather you wrote you mentioned like three texts or something or or four of I don't know a small number of books and then actually like showed that you re- what you got from it like how much you enjoyed whether you liked it whether you disliked it like your opinion and actually how you feel because that's going to like reveal more about you than oh I read this book and I like this part like I don't know and then that's it yeah no definitely that's a really really good point and I guess from there do you remember how many books you did write about in your personal statement because I remember I only wrote about one but obviously that could be quite different for your type of subject I think I only talked about two because they were kind of it was um, Rawls's like principle of equality of opportunity and his main critic is this guy called Nozick. Um, and so I like read both of their theories and then from that related it to um, some kind of volunteering I'd done um, canvassing and then kind of working at um, my local youth theatre group. And so I kind of felt like it was in, it was better to just talk about kind of two things, but in detail rather than kind of drop everything in. Wow, so you really did merge your extracurriculars really well with your, like, supercurriculars. That's very impressive because a lot of the time, like, people find it very hard to add in their extracurriculars or just add it in really awkwardly at the end and it's just, like, shoved at the bottom. So that's really interesting. I think also for me, like, theatre and drama is such a like, important part of my life and so important to me that I didn't just want to have it as kind of two lines right at the bottom. So I was kind of thinking, okay, how can I make this relevant? Um, And I think with politics, like, it's so easy to make anything you've done relevant. Like, you don't have to have done work experience in a bank or anything like that, because so much of just, like, life is politics, if you actually kind of think about it. Do you mind um, telling us the link you made between um, your extracurriculars and your supercurriculars? Because I think that could be really interesting. So I can't even imagine how you'd, like, link drama to that. So um, I basically worked as, like, a teaching assistant in um, a uh, like local theatre group in Hackney. And I kind of talked about how um, working there, I saw like a big disparity in educational opportunities between kids from high and low income households. And actually how that like, just seeing that in my daily life made me really angry. And then I linked that with how actually kind of, we study, I was studying communism and history, um, but like a lot of that stuff you kind of see it kind of failed really badly and lots of people killed and I mean that's a really simple way of putting it but I kind of was like okay is there is true equality achievable is it beneficial and from there kind of linked it in if that makes sense that is very impressive and and it it does show that you can like you said you don't have to have read loads and loads of books and done this that and the other had loads of work experience because you can just link it to everyday life because at the end of the day politics philosophy and economics are our everyday lives so yeah that's very true. And Leah, how many books did you write about? Um, So I think I had about four because, so it's more than Ellie, but like I did, uh, okay, sorry. I did four and then I did like one book per paragraph basically. And then I just mentioned links because like, like I said, I did each um, a paragraph on each subject. So I think it, it just depends. Like, I don't think there's like a set number of, I wouldn't be like, oh, you must include, like, two books. You must include four books in your personal statement. I think it whatever, whatever fits in with what you want to say rather than, yeah, rather mm-hmm. than just, like, listing books for the sake of it, I'd say. Are you able to give a brief overview of, like, how you link the books into each paragraph? If you Yeah, so um, I, I first talked about... Um, so I read a book called, like, Why is Better for Everyone, And that was sort of a lot of data and statistics on like based on different countries and like how equality is linked to like less crime and and better education and just all these factors. Um, So then I also, so then I talked about um, like reasons for why why don't people, like I didn't talk about communism, but sort of just like, why is it not just an agreed upon thing that everyone should have the same amount of everything? So I also talked about like um, things like, because like, it sounds hard to link but like I linked it to like history and just that like say colonialism and things like that let leads to uh, like an unequal distribution of resources between countries as it is today and so it's like it's harder to correct and also just I also talked about corruption and what how that also feeds into like some countries like reluctance to like help other countries that need more money like excuses I don't know I'm not explaining this well but basically just like little bits that I found interesting like I find corruption interesting. I find equality interesting and just why all these things together just like it seems like it should be obvious that like a more equal world is better but all these little things like sort of make it less easy um and then stuff like I linked like philosophy and economics together because like free will Um, that so I talked about that, but then there's also this book called Predictably Irrational, which is about behavior economics. So that just basically was things like how just like prices and things like that just cause people to behave irrationally. It's called predictably irrational. And that just like I fed that into how like, oh, we're not really in control of our own decisions. You know, we see something that's free, we don't want it, but for some reason, because it's free, we want to buy it. Like that sort of links I I feel like it's with PPE there's like so many because they're politics economics philosophy are such big subjects that you can find a link with like everything I feel like I don't know I've I I guess it depends but for me I found it like not that hard to find links just because like everything like like Ellie said to understand politics you have to understand economics and like I feel like politic philosophy has like implications for what like I don't know, what laws you're going to have in a country, what policies and how you're going to, like, redistribute goods in your country. I don't know. So, like, for me, it just feels like they all just feed into each other quite nicely. Yeah, that's that's really, really interesting to know because, obviously, people do panic that, like, it is three subjects and that you need to have three, but if it is, like, they do link, and I guess it is important to find those links in the business statement to make it easier. Yeah, and I don't think you can cover all of it, so, like, I don't think... You literally cannot mention everything, so you you should just choose like one or two links or something that that particularly interests you. I think tutors are aware of that as well. They're not expecting you to have covered like the entire politics, philosophy, economics, everything there is to talk about in the world because it's not possible in five thousand characters. They're just kind of thinking, oh, okay, I like those links you've made, or oh, that's that's an interesting thought you've had. So yeah, I wouldn't worry much about getting everything in. And like you've just shown, then, like especially Leah with your example of um, like the book you read, um, things for your politics section, um, yeah. and like how you discuss so much in in just one paragraph, and it is just about being succinct and, and being able to make arguments yeah. in as little words as you can um, and making those links. And yeah, that's yeah, I think that's really important. And I think you guys have really like highlighted that you don't need to have read millions and millions of books. I think that's so important because I think people think you have to have done millions of different things um, to be impressed on your personal statement. But like you guys have highlighted, it's about what you do with what you've read or how you analyse and how you engage with it, which is really important. And I guess like we've talked about books, but there's so many other different things that you can do. So did you do any other super curriculars? Um, or if you didn't, have you got any recommendations for what other students can do if they don't want to sit there with a the book? Because I know that's not always the most fun thing to do. Um, I would say I didn't do this that much, but like I gave it a go is that LSE has like really good online lectures for economics and politics. So if you don't enjoy reading and you just rather listen to a lecture, some of those are really interesting, like I ha- I haven't read many, many, but I read one like... Um, It was just not read one. I watched one about like the abstraction of money, which is basically like people aren't handling cash so much. Um, So they're using credit cards and then using things like credit cards. You tend to spend more because you can't see like physically what, how much money you're spending. So it's not like they're not all completely linked, but just they're on really like niche, like interesting topics. So I would actually really recommend those. Um, And also because it's by, from the LSE, like they are really good quality and like they have really impressive speakers as well. Yeah, I really like that. that. was really good advice, especially yeah, like you said, like people who don't like to sit there with a book. There's so many other yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Ellie? Have you got any other ideas? So I think if you're really into politics, like getting involved with your local kind of council or party or MP um, can be helpful. I kind of did a bit of canvassing on the local elections, but also I did. I went to a couple. Like I went to the Oxford Pathways Day, and also to like a Women in Economics conference at Cambridge. Um, And those are just really interesting because it was kind of going and seeing kind of academics actually like talking or other students talking about it. And that was really cool. Um, And also, I guess because of coronavirus, like a lot of those might not be running in person. But actually, like that's almost better because so many people will be able to attend because I think a lot of them have like moved online. So I would, I know, do a bit of Twitter searching, do some Googling and see kind of Oxford Pathways, unique um other kind of women in economics or things like that and see if anyone's doing talks and conferences and zoom meetings yeah i'm really glad you brought that up because i think a lot of students are very worried about not being able to go to like summer schools and conferences and things because of coronavirus but like you said there's so many things you can do online there's loads of online lectures as leah said um online courses you can do like future learn MOOCs and things like that um yeah so yeah there's really also like, oh sorry there, there's also like podcasts and things like I know the economist has a podcast and I remember I I listened to um like in our time um I think that's like on channel four or something this is some sort of podcast and they have like like philosophy like little like clips and like like they'll talk about Plato's Republic or like something like that like they just do different sections and so you can just get a little intro into any topic you want in like 20 minutes or you can just skip it there's so many to- there's so many good podcasts actually I th- I'd recommend those like so much because you don't even have to try you can like just be like going for a walk and listen to a podcast I remember going into Leah's room last year and you had like pictures Republic* <laughs> on your desk and it was like I'm just... so if you don't want to sit but, there and read that this is great you know what it's actually not that big I would recommend reading it it's so much fun <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it but yeah no but yeah, maybe. It might be a bit boring, actually. It's not. <laughs> not for you, Leah. <laughs> not for me, not for me, but maybe. Don't worry if you don't like it. <laughs> You're saying it with play biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> Did you guys do any work experience um, before coming to uni? No. Nothing, like, linked to PPE. I think because of the subjects, like, it's so hard to find any... Work experience that really links, unless it's something like like what Ellie said, like say you do drama and that like links and like you see the inequality and like um, that sort of thing, and it links to something you're saying. I don't think there's much work experience that like directly links to PPE. I'd say societies at your school are probably better, and like you could always set up one if you don't have them at the moment, like a little people you find that like interested in I know philosophy or something. You could just have a little weekly club I don't know how hard it is but yeah that's a really good idea um and I'm glad you said that almost because I think people do think there's a lot of pressure to try and get work experience before they come to their mm. degree and it's just not needed like I didn't have any for biochemistry you guys haven't had any for PPE I guess it's only needed for medicine and like more vocational courses. yeah um yeah I'm, I'm glad you said that because um that's should take the pressure off some people um and then yeah. the dreaded first line of the personal statement um If you guys have got your first statements up, do you want to read your first lines? (laughs) Mine is so embarrassing. Mine is is so, so embarrassing. Oh, okay.
1: Who wants to go first?
0: I I once read mine out um, at a pre-drinks in college and everyone like wet themselves laughing at me. Um, So here we go. So mine is, at the age of nine, I set up a playground petition to stop my primary school from banning YouTube. Unsurprisingly, our campaign was unsuccessful. <laughs> wow! <laughs> That's fine! No, that is fine. Wait, I'm trying to find my, sorry, I'm trying to find my p- final version, but mine basically started with like questions I wanted to have answered doing a degree in PPU, so it was like, oh, here we go, okay. Do oh, that, it, don't do what I cause it starts with questions, I'll read like more than the first line, but I am aware it's kind of embarrassing. Um, have we consented to a government? Do we have minds? Is it irrational to vote? These are questions that I hope to find the answer to through studying PPE. <laughs> That's basically it. I think both of them are a solid 10, o- 10 out of 10. <laughs> at least none of you went okay. down the route of, I was fascinated by PPE from like two years old. Yeah, I feel like they'll know if you're lying as well. Like no one's been, no one even knows what philosophy is at like age four. You're not gonna, it's not been your lifelong dream to do PPE. Mm. I think just be honest, yeah. That's such good opinion. Like, I feel like it's also there are so many people that use like flowery language and all of this stuff. Mm. It's like, no, 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 just be honest, be straight to the point. Don't fuss about what it sounds like. Just get the content in. Yeah, Yeah, I'd also say that's another thing. You don't need to use like, you don't need to use fancy words or anything like that. You just say what you want to say. Like, you don't need to use a thesaurus for like the whole personal statement. Be like, I liked this book because like, I think that's fine. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm glad you girls both have very different opening lines to show that you don't not one set formula. <laughs> no, anything. <laughs> um, and do you have any tips and advice for people who are writing a first line? Now you've like, come, you've been asked for two years. Um, Ellie, you wrote your personal statement three years ago, so like, you've had a lot of time to think on it. So what would you say to people who are thinking of writing theirs? Actually, advice in general, I think, actually. Not just first line, but advice in general. I guess my advice for first line would be write 10 different versions and go with the least awful one because the, the first line so yeah. difficult to write. It's really hard. You're always going to feel like, oh, I just can't wait till they get through that to the rest of it. Um, yeah. and like, just, just keep writing loads of different ones and eventually someone will, one of them will be okay. Um, and I then would just, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, I was just going to say like, even leave the first line to the end, like write the rest of your personal statement, then go back to it. Because I feel like writing the personal statement helps you to actually realize yourself like why you actually want to study that subject. And like the first line essentially I think you want to say why do you want to study that subject or like what led to your like interest in the subject. And it sometimes is hard to like work out exactly why that is. So I'd leave that to the end. Definitely. Definitely. Um... And then to finish off, we haven't got a lot of time. So to finish off um in like as little words as you can, like you would in a personal statement. Um, what's been your favorite thing about studying PPE for the last two years? Leah? I probably I know we've said this so many times, but it probably is just how broad it is. I think I've been able like the number of options you have, especially in second and third year, of what you want to study, I think anything, even if you're going to PPE, because you're only interested in like five topic main topics and that's covered by pp you'll be able to answer them like they have modules from like ancient philosophy to the beginning of philosophy they have politics and whatever like africa um uh, like what else do they put in america like all of them so i feel like just the pure range of it means you're going to find something you enjoy and you can find things that are so different like you can do microeconomics but then you can also do like um I don't know, sort of moral philosophy, like ethics, which is, you know, you can just, whatever interests you and in, like, I, I never get bored because every term like, I'm doing just something completely different. Yeah, that's really, really nice because biochemistry doesn't have much choice, so it must be really nice to have a choice and guide, like, your degree where you want it to go. What about you, Ellie? I really agree with Leah. Like, I think also the variety that you can have in a week because there's so much variety in terms of the options. Like, I really like the fact that, I'm not just churning out essays every single week like I might have an essay and um, a problem sheet which are like I find really nice to kind of not just be thinking in terms of words but be like oh, okay I'll have a break and do some maths like that's really nice yeah because I guess you have that a level well maybe A-level, but definitely GCSE it's nice to like have different things to concentrate on so you're not just like brain dead one thing um yes yeah, so that's really really good to hear um so yeah that's all we have time for it's been so nice to talk to you and I've, everything you've said has been so so useful. Um, also don't forget to follow Oxford from the Inside on Instagram um, and at, at Oxford from the Inside. We're also on Facebook, Oxford from the Inside, and YouTube and Spotify. Um, so you can find us pretty much anywhere. Um, and yeah, I hope you all stay happy and healthy and safe. Um, and check out the rest of our podcast because we're doing a whole series on personal statements for different subjects. Um so yeah, thank you so much for being here today, girls. Um, and yeah, see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.